Hello everyone and welcome to Festival Traveling Radio. Getting on here to talk about today one thing that I want really wanted to get across uh, when festival traveling and you know why I'm really making this whole festival traveling thing because I figured <clears throat> I figured I could teach everyone this but if they don't know why I'm teaching them about festival traveling, then they're really, it's just going to say, oh, this is just another guy teaching me another lesson um, about festival traveling. And, you know, why, why, why is he teaching this, right? So I'm going to have to take you back a little while and tell you a story, Um the story is, you know, about my first festival. And at my very first festival, I didn't go because I, you know, thought it was a cool thing to do. I didn't go because, you know, I, I really went because, and this is going to sound kind of weird, and I don't know if anybody's going to be able to relate to this, but I'll tell you anyways. My ex-girlfriend, who I was with in high school, right? Um, she went She went to raves, and I didn't really go because I was never the type of person to go to shows like that. And uh, so she, she would go to festivals, right? Go to raves and stuff. And so one time she went to... Um, Red Rocks for Global, right? Came back. She supposedly ate a edible or something, and literally she just told me she cheated on me while she was out there. <coughs> so I was heartbroken, to say the least. And so I just went out and decided, you know what? I don't. Like, forget it, you know? And so I started, you know, just going out partying. I was with my friends at a party, right? And they showed me this trailer to a music festival in California called Hard Day of the Dead. And this year of Hard Day of the Dead, (laughs) the lineup was so stacked. And, like, the... The trailer was them, like, with this giant mustache, and they were going to, they were going to steal the mustache or something. There's this mustache, and so my friends were like, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go, and so I was like, you know what? I'll go to one of these festival things and see what it's really all about, and I'll go without my ex and just basically show her, like, hey, I can go to a music festival without you, like, I don't give a fuck, like, I was so depressed at the time, so me and my friend actually took a molly packed, and we, we each took, you know, a molly packed was what we called it, we were at this party, we took a molly packed, and we were waterfalling, It, it was crazy, right, and then, so, we decide, you know, we just buy tickets, somehow we decide to get out to California, And we ended up taking the train, right? And 
we took the train out to California and we had no idea what we were doing. Right when we looked outside and it said California, we're like, oh, we're here. And we just hopped out, hopped off the train and we literally, we tried to go rent a car somewhere, right? But I was 19, I only had a debit card. They wouldn't let us rent a car. So we had to figure out, oh shit, we got off at the way wrong stop. We're like way, way, way in Orange County when we were supposed to be in, we were supposed to be in San Bernardino. <laughs> so, uh, no, we were supposed to be in Pomona, Pomona, California. So then we get back, we convince them to let us back on the train because we tell them we got off at the wrong stop, right? Then we end up going back. Uh, we, we get off at the train we figure out how to get to our hotel somehow. I don't really remember. I know that we took another train um, from there. I'm from New Mexico. We don't have, you know, trains and stuff like that. So then after that, we literally, we had these girl I was talking to pick us up. And they took us to like downtown Hollywood on Halloween um, and we all saw, um, there's people dressed up there like crazy, like the craziest Halloween costume party that, that you've ever seen, right? And then we end up going to Day of the Dead. Literally, this is where, like, I always wear the crown, right? You guys see me wearing the crown? This is where the crown came to be because I wore the crown in for, on the first day and my friend said, all right, I was like, I want to go see Seven Lines. I want to go see Seven Lines. They're like, all right, well, let's go see Seven Lines. Man, like the very front row, my boy's like, I got to go meet someone. I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, I got to go meet someone. I'll catch up with you. And literally like gave me a molly and then left. And I was like, oh, shit. But then they kept finding me. Actually, that first day, they didn't really find me. But they did end up finding me because I had that crown on. Um, so the next day I wore the crown and they were able to find, we were able to find me again. And I was, you know, stayed with them for a while. Um, but at this point in my life, I didn't give a fuck. I was going crazy, crazy. Like, you know, we were doing everything from pressies to what we were doing, whatever. Right. And, uh. We, yeah, we didn't sleep that night. We ended up getting stuck in crazy traffic coming back from, well, oh my gosh. Well, here's another story in a story. We, we, <laughs> our friend Gabe, he would just show up early in a security outfit, walk in and grab guest passes for everyone because he was trying to sneak his whole crew in. And like... <laughs> So we, he ended up sneaking one of the, there, so there's a person out there handing out flyers, right, for shows. So they're having an after party, right? So my friend Gabe was like really chill with him and then he snuck him in and he actually had a mansion right across the street from, from the venue, from where the, it's at the Fairplex in Pomona. And 
So we uh, we ended up like chilling with them to like six in the morning. It was so awesome. It was like the most funnest time we ever had, right? And then we went back to where we were, our hotel was at. With a car stuffed full of people, and it was literally six in the morning, and we didn't know about six in the morning Cali traffic, right? <laughs> so it took us so long to get back. When we got there, I don't know what we were thinking, but one of us decided to like, I don't know, it wasn't me because I literally hate mushrooms, but somebody decided to shroom up and they were up all night long, all night. And then we ended up going to the show again the next day. We went back to our friend's mansion. We had our friend Gabe pick us up, went back to the mansion, right? But then we actually like, sorry about that. We actually, so we, we, we meet with these guys, right? They have the mansion. They're so chill. They take us to this after party and we had like the best time ever. So that was my first festival. And then, but we take the train and we're trying to get back on the train, right? So my friend, he got sick because we were doing way too much of everything. Like he was literally like sick, like bad. So he was yelling like, take me to the hospital, like crazy, crazy shit like that. So like (laughs) we, we missed our train. Long story short, we missed our train back home. We stayed in Cali for like two more days with our friends Finally got on the train, barely missed it, barely made it back on, and got home, right? So that was my first festival in a nutshell, right? So why am I telling you this story? Why am I telling, giving you this backstory? Well, it's because that didn't lead me to just one more festival, two more festivals. That's led, led me to over, I'd say like 50 festivals in the last six years and that's literally all I've done and I I just I can't stop going like the the thing is I I can't stop going for some reason because of my ex and then it just reminds me of my ex and then it feels like we're like back together with my ex you know when I'm there long story short me and my ex used to go to music festivals there all the time and we actually broke up at edc one day and it was like you know people say like oh you go to edc and like find your lover and like get married like i have i heard my friend kyle he's done that but for me it was not like that at all it had a lot to do with a lot of alcohol a lot of drugs, a lot of me being fucking stupid. I'm not going to lie. I'm not blaming. The, I, honestly, I don't even blame this on her. I'm past that point. But it. people ask me, like, how do you go to so many festivals? And it's like, I have to go. I cannot not go because I'll be so depressed. And that's that's the thing. Like, now... I'm kind of pat I'm I'm a, I'm getting past that right but throughout the way I traveled to so many music festivals 
And my, my, you know, my external desire was just like, I need to go to festivals. I need to go to more festivals. My internal desire was like, you, like, you have to go also like you, like internally I was like, man, like if I don't do this, like I'll never find another girlfriend. I'll never have those times that I had back with my ex again and I have to go. Right. That was like my, my. I was like my internal, like my external was just like, I just got to go. Like, I, I got to I got to get to a festival. My internal was like, man, like if I don't go, like, who am I? Like, what am I going to have? Like my girl and like all that. And so I hit this wall, right? And the wall was, I don't have enough time or I don't have enough money for this. Or how am I going to get enough money for all this? How I want to go to one festival every month, basically. How, how am I going to pay for this? You know, how am I going to get enough time for this? I, there's got to be some sort of hacks around this. So the plan I created was that I used my job as a buffer because you have to find a job. So I was doing real estate and real estate. If you pull in a deal, I was doing commercial, you might be good for three months, right? So I had all this extra time. So you have to be able to leverage your time. So the plan I had was, you know, jump into commercial real estate. And the epiphany I experienced was that, holy crap, I can go to music festivals. I can do this. I ended up literally going to 13 last year and 13 the year before that. So... Literally, I, I figured out the code. I cracked the code. And it was less about, it was really less about the money and less about the time and more about planning and more about being, being ahead, right? Planning ahead. I had the whole year planned out, six months ahead, done and paid for every festival with plane flights and everything, right? And I used that money and leveraged it, right? With, with travel points, and, you know, really getting connected with people and, and, and finding people in the area and being friends with them so I could go back and I wouldn't have to pay for a hotel or they would pick me up from the airport. You know, all the things that you didn't think about, you know, think about an Uber charge, think about, you know what I'm saying? Like think about a rental car, like if you don't have and a hotel, if you don't have to pay for that and you only pay for the ticket. This could game can get really cheap, like $500 a trip, right? If you do have 500 extra dollars a month to go to a music festival, I think you could, anybody could come up with that. That's really not that much money, okay? Think about all the things you spend $500 on, right? So that was really the, the epiphany I had and the plan that I came up with, right? The conflict that I really really discovered was that holy shit i cannot keep partying like this all the time going to music festivals coming back spending a week re- recovering basically then a week getting back on the saddle then a week killing it and then oh yeah next thing you know i am gone again right and then and then it's just a cycle like that that's why i never really succeeded at commercial real estate i could be making 100 $100,000 a year right now. Easy. If I really applied myself for those three, four years, my God, anything could have been possible. So that's why I realized like 
the end result I really got was that there's this balance that has to be in place between the partying, between the work life, between the festival life, between everything. Because if we really want to do this for the long term, if you're really in this for the music, if you're really in this for the people, like the best thing that happened to me when I went to the music festival is people treated me like family, right? They were my friends. They treated me like family, right? So I really like wanted to go back and get in that environment all the time. So the transformation I really had by... Also, traveling to a lot of Tony Robbins events, basically every single one, volunteering, getting on the production team, going to a lot of Tony Robbins, I think like 12, okay? Some as an attendee, you know, some helping. Those changed me, okay? And it was a, it was a journey of self-improvement that time. And... That's really the transformation I had was I realized there needed to be this balance. So now, you know, festival traveling secrets is it's just not all about planning out the festival. It's not just all about, you know, getting like going and planning. This is a long term play. This is a long term play for people who want to go to festivals for the long term. People who like the music better. People who know that there's some sort of connection between <coughs> loud music, dinosaurs, and aliens. Somebody who is just passionate about the scene and wants to see the world be a better place. Because we are the next generation. Everybody who's growing up right now, where do you find us? At raves. The best people are at festivals. So... These, these are the people that we want in the program. These are the people we want in our tribe. Uh, people that are dedicated to finding the balance and just going for it for the long term. And really, it's, it's a lifestyle at this point. And uh, you can't go to 13 festivals in one year and literally go insane at every single one and not be depressed or feel kind of insane. So that's what I found. So not am I only going to teach you the tools, tips, tra tactics, but also the, the science. The science and the, the, you know, the science behind going to a lot of music festivals. You know, the, the really how it's done, right? Psychologically and all that kind of stuff. So... I really appreciate you listening in and you taking the, the time, uh, taking the chance to uh, improve yourself, right? If you're somebody who's listening to this tape right now, you're someone who, who's looking for the next level. You're someone who has, you know, not, maybe not gone to a music festival yet. Maybe you have. But you also know that like, you're not like everybody else. You're not like these people that are just going to party. Like, you're in this because it's a culture. It's a, it's a long-term play that we're doing here, right? Finding the balance, treating friends like family. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the people that we meet and the people we're going to be connecting with are going to be friends for life. I can't tell you how many times I've been to a music festival and I see the same people 
over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And, dude, I literally, some of them I don't even know their name, okay? I literally do not know their name, but they're like my best friends. Because I see them at random at almost every music festival I go to. It's the same people, okay? So we want you to be part of this tribe. We want you to be here finding the balance, treating friends like family, right? So this is really, this is really your invitation. This is really your chance to come in and be part of the family. And we don't want anybody who's going crazy. We don't want anybody who's, you know, partying. You know, if you're partying over, over everything, that's probably not... We, we want to find the balance over everything, right? We want to do this for a long-term play so we're really not running back to music festivals just to get to the environment. We have it controlled at home. We have, you know, what we need, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read something to you real quickly. And... This is the manifesto. So if this sounds anything like you, um, then you know you're in for a treat because we're really taking this thing taking this thing to the next level. Probably So that's really what Festival Traveling Secrets is all about. And, you know, it's about um, going to music festivals happier, healthier, more often. Taking that energy from those music festivals and bringing them back into the world, making the world a better place and not having to go back and charge up every time, right? Having to go back and be coming home depressed and not really, you know, having an impact that we want to have, right? That impact um, we want to have on the world. So here's the manifesto. I am lucidus. Lucidus coming from the Latin word clear or light. The us in lucid makes the adjective, adjective lucid, meaning we are the light, we are clear. Being a light means that I shine and brighten up the darkness, that I see unthought of greatness in the future of all humanity, being clear means I accept I am in full control of my life. It means that I have a clear purpose and mission in life. I believe that loud music is not a crime. I believe that there is a connection between lasers, dinosaurs, and aliens. I'm committed to treating friends like family till the very end. I'm committed to treating my body like a temple and my mind like a map to the galaxy. I'm more concerned in, a long, in finding a long-term fix than a short-term solution. I choose to open my mind up to all evolutionary stable strategies. This is more than finding the balance. This is a way of life. I commit to staying loyal to my brothers and sisters in the Lucid family. I promise to keep the process confidential to members only. I am the light that shines power, bright, powerful, and joyful now and for eternity. I am Lucidus.